This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick, so you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom chatter podcast, baby. Yo, yo, yo. Woof. Hey, man. It's your boy. I'm back, man. I got a lot of shit to talk about this week, man. Rasby came out. Rasby had an interview that was going to drop on Hollywood Unlocked. Again, shout out to my guy, Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. He was going to have Rasby on his show Friday the 15th, which was MLK's birthday, man. Rasby, he was going to let the shit go. Y'all, y'all talking about dropping some tea. Rasby was going to drop some tea. I mean, oh my. Oh my God. He was going to drop the tea, but um, he said, um, I think Chris Stokes and some other people, they pulled his interview from Hollywood Unlocked. Also, the IRS has delayed the start of tax filing season to February 12th. Shit, I still didn't get my stimulus, man. But um, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, I, I believe they're a couple, I guess. So I got some thoughts about that. Charles Barkley says that sports players should get the coronavirus vaccine first because they pay high taxes. Now, anyone who listened to this podcast from the beginning knows I love Charles Barkley. But you sound like a dumbass, my brother. So we're going to speak about that. Also, Atlanta rapper YFN Lucci, who is dating Lil Wayne's daughter, Regine Carter, he was arrested on murder charges last week. So we're going to speak about that, man, but I'm, I'm happy to be back, man. What's today? It's Monday. Friday was um, Martin Luther King's birthday, as well as my son's. Now, I didn't really realize. Now, I've realized it, but like every year is when I realized, like, how much of an impact Martin Luther King Jr. has had on my life. Like, from the time I was a child, even up till now, like, my grandma, she passed away in 2014, but she was born in 1918. And she told me so many stories, like, before she passed away of growing up in the South, because she grew up in Augusta, Georgia, down here in the South. She told me stories about growing up in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, even... Around the peak time where MLK was, he was prominent, even about his death. And even decades later, because I mean, he, like, it seems like he died 300 years ago, but not, he didn't, he didn't die that long ago. Like, if you really take the time and look at when he, like, when he passed away up until now, and yes, blacks are in better positions now in terms of being able to have better education and accumulate wealth, but when you look at the way the world is now, especially since Trump got in the White House, like, a lot pretty much has not changed. So, like, I'm I'm so happy, man, that we celebrate MLK, MLK's birthday every single year and that it is such a big deal, especially amongst, you know, sports, sports athletes and 
Everybody else but them. Y'all racist motherfuckers out there, man. On MLK Day, if you racist, you should not be allowed to stay home from work. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck if you got to go to work and paint the building, bitch. If you are racist, you should not be off work for MLK Day. Take your racist ass to work. Go paint the building. Go flip a burger, bitch. If you are racist, you should not be allowed to stay the fuck home, man. Pissing me the fuck off, man. But, um. Like I said, man, I'm back to my shit, man. I've been back to playing music at the start of each podcast, you know, giving some love to the to the, the artists I listen to. Again, I got to get back to my man, Osmond Benjamin, man. This was my favorite project of the year so far. I cannot stop playing this shit. This song is called Talking to God. This is off his project, Joy Comes in the Morning. This song is called Talking to God. This is my man, Oswin Benjamin. Sometimes I pray, feel like my prayers fall on deaf ears I need my boy way more down here than you do up there Hard to speak my peace when it feel like you in my head yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to cope Understanding there's some things out there that I ain't meant to know Pastor preacher ways are perfect, but sometimes God I don't know Mama raised me in those ways and daddy helped her How they killing got me scared to let my nephew go and play outside alone I don't say your name in vain, but God I swear if any harm will hit my nephew or my wife I'm doing 25 for show. Hit a malice through they jokes No, they visualize me euthanized before my time to go I read too many pamphlets. I done playing shit with niggas that ain't really half shit. Bandage, you welcome to the party. Come with jealousy, this active. Pop up just to pop smoke at your address. But jealousy is cruel as the grave is. They shoot you down when you start winning. I can't stay here. Mama, they wasn't raised like me, so I can't play fair. My heart is on display and guards a prayer away. But I keep shooters a phone call away. Sometimes I pray, feel like my prayers fall on deaf ears I need my boy way more down here than you do up there What are you expecting me to do? Yeah, my mama raised me in the pews But with these badges and bandanas on the loose Being black is all I need to lose Hard to speak my peace when it feel like you in my Am I? See, I've been battling my thoughts, fighting with my faith, ooh And these feelings that I'm feeling similar to Biggie getting caught with Kim before that murder case, who Would've thought that pain can turn a pastor to a murder mace This bad boy done dealt with trauma head on Got a few concussions being headstrong Puffing out my chest when I was dead wrong I got a couple thoughts my mind is set on Sending prayers to a dead phone Who else I'ma blame for Najee Headstone And I feel like that Paranoia got me thinking I can kill like that Cause in the field cops is playing Call of Duty Like the respawn is real like that I talk to God through these real life rap Hope he listening to me Sometimes I pray Feel like my prayers fall on their fears I need my Make sure y'all check out this fucking album, man. This is Oswin Benjamin. Shit is fire, I'm telling you guys, man. Talking to God. Check that shit out, man. This is featuring Alex Irvington. It's just smooth, too, baby.
Yeah, yeah. Again, that was my guy Osmond Benjamin with. Whoa, I'm probably playing another shit. That was Osmond Benjamin with Talking to God featuring Alex Irvington. That's off his project Joy Comes in the Morning, which is available on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your music, man. But um, Charles Barkley, man, like I love this brother. Like just like me, he keeps it blunt. He keeps it real. The brother's honest, but I think maybe he was too honest on a recent episode of TNT. Inside the NBA now, he made a comment. I'm going to play out what he said first because uh, I kind of understand, I guess, where he was trying to go. But it comes off as privileged and it comes off as insensitive. So this is what Charles Barkley said on a recent episode of Inside the NBA with Charles Barkley, Kenny, Ernie Johnson, and Shaq. Well, I think they should let the NBA players and coaches all get the vaccine. That's just my personal opinion. I, 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 don't I, I think you. I don't. I don't, I don't think know. you That's can a put the healthiest call, people. I know. I'm in not the world. Uh, we're talking at the front of the line. We need 300. Look, y'all see. You heard what Ernie said. What Ernie said. He said. He said, Charles. I don't know. That's a tough call. Like you know when you got your friends then, like you about to say something, like that. That sounds fucking stupid. And like you got those friends or that one friend trying to pull you back. Yeah, Chuck. I don't know if you should go there, but he went there. Million shots. I've given a thousand to some NBA players. What about what about NFL? NFL. I'm just getting rid of it. NFL players, hockey players. Uh, listen, as much taxes as these players pay, let me repeat that: as much taxes as these players pay, they deserve some preferential treatment. Well, uh, for for life and death. Yes. The, the amount of money you make. Uh, no, no I said taxes. The amount of, I didn't, I didn't taxes say the amount of money you make. Well, that's, I'm saying, that's no, no, on no. taxes. That's I'm saying the taxes. amount of taxes these guys pay. No. It, they, they, we they, can't go there. No. I, I don't think you could go there. You can't go there. And motherfucker, you hold on, hold on. Why YouTube premium? Keep, I, nigga, I'm not getting YouTube premium, bitch. Stop asking me. But, yo, did y'all hear what he said? He sounds like a complete dumbass. Now, like I said, I love Charles Barkley, but I'm not biased. I don't care if y'all if I love someone... To death. I don't care if it was my own mama. If I love you, but you say something that sounds stupid, it sounds stupid. Point blank, period. That's it. That's all I'm saying. But um, to hear um, Charles Barkley say that because NBA or sports players pay higher taxes, then they should have access to the vaccine first. That is something I disagree with 100%. Now, do I want the vaccine now? You know, the fact that I feel like right now it's in the first stages. It might be some some bad after effects. You know, I've already been hearing stories about people taking the virus and passing away or catching certain conditions to where, like, they can't smile properly and shit. Like, I, let's, let's boot Charles real quick. He gonna get the dumb bitch, too. I, I don't like playing these for my fellas, but fella, you gonna get the dumb. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! And shout out to my man, Kenny, man. Kenny from Queens, New York. And, like, y'all heard him on the clip. He said, look, Charles, look, I don't know. Like, they tried to cut him down because because someone pays higher taxes does not mean it should play a part into whether you live or die. Like, we could look at this and go back to 
like the healthcare system and how people in particular, especially black women who are on Medicaid or who don't have the proper insurance, they sometimes get inadequate treatment at hospitals. Like even when you look at studies now that, you know, thank God, let's clap it up. Studies that have came out recently about that black women are about 10 times more likely to pass away during childbirth as opposed to a white woman. Now, those stats are tough to hear and it's kind of disheartening. But when you look at the different conditions based on the racial groups and like the, the, the disparities in terms of being able to afford adequate and good health care, I can understand why. But someone not having access to the best health care plan should not mean that they are at the bottom of the list or that they should pass away during a quote unquote simple everyday happening such as childbirth. But that is the world we live in. So we're going to boot Charles one more time, man, because I don't think that someone having, you know, access to more money financially or paying more taxes should play a part into them being more safe or them being more equipped to live. But to get away from that, rapper, Atlanta rapper, artist, YFN Lucci, he was arrested on murder charges. Now, let me do my due diligence and not sensationalize or kind of make a mockery of this because a gentleman did lose his life. Now, YFN Lucci did not kill the guy firsthand, but he took part in the crime which left this man dead. Now, let me play out a news clip first. This is from Inside Edition. Atlanta police tell Inside Edition Digital that rapper YFN Lucci, a staple in the Atlanta hip hop scene, has turned himself in on several charges, including murder. We need to locate 29-year-old Rayshawn Bennett. He's wanted in connection with the shooting death of 28-year-old James Adams on December 10th, 2020. On December 10th, 2020, Atlanta police say they found 28-year-old James Adams shot in the face. They rushed him to a local hospital where he died. A short time later, a second man, 32-year-old Kevin Wright, showed up to a nearby firehouse having been shot in the abdomen. He survived and authorities gathered the two shootings were related. In all, authorities were looking for three people in connection with Wright's death. They say they have a 23-year-old and a 17-year-old in custody. A special thanks to the Miami Police Department, the Miami-Dade Police Department, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Miami, and the FBI Field Office in Miami for the apprehension of Mr. Boyd and Mr. Pitts. YFN Lucci, whose real name is Rayshawn Bennett, turned himself into authorities on the same day they announced they were looking for him after dropping a new video for his song, Rolled On. He was booked on several charges, including murder, aggravated assault, and participating in gang activity. He is currently at the Fulton County Jail. Inside Edition Digital reached out to his attorney, but did not yet receive a response. We're going to stop it right there, but um, <clears throat> you... You got to be the dumbest rapper in the fucking world. Like when you come from the inner city as a black man to make it, especially now, even going back to what I said to start this podcast off, the fact that black people are allowed to accumulate wealth now, like it's still tough, but you are one of the rare gems. One, now, I don't like your music, motherfucker, but you are one of the rare people who, who have managed to maneuver through this new generation and accumulate money and accumulate status. 
And the fact that you continued to indulge in that street gang lifestyle, you are a fucking dumbass, man. You're going to get the dumb bitch, too. Everybody getting it today. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. Like, it is so difficult, especially now. You have so many aspiring artists, you know, rappers, hair, hairstylists, everybody. And you are one of the few people who made it. And to not leave that lifestyle behind and to continue to engage in the gang lifestyle, like you fucked up your opportunity. Now, if he beats this case, the fact that he's a rapper, of course, it will only help, you know, him and his field. Because if you go to jail for murder, rape, beating a woman for some reason, like rap is the only field where that's acceptable. But to me, it was the 911 call, which kind of, it was tough to listen to, man, but, um, well, this, the situation was, so YFN Lucci, the guy that died was an associate of his. So the driver of the car was Rayshawn Bennett, which is YFN Lucci. He was the driver of the car. The victim, the guy who passed away, was in that car, as well as another man. Now, YFN Lucci, he drove to a rival gang's neighborhood. And when he got there, he pulled up and he stopped. Now, all of this information is from witnesses and police reports. He got there. He pulled up. He stopped. The two individuals in the car got out, and they started shooting at people that was on the street. Now, in the midst of that shootout, those on the street, some, some of the people ended up returning gunfire. Now, in the midst of that returned gunfire, the victim was shot in the head. Now, they got back in the car, wife and Lucci, Drove off from the, from the area And for whatever reason They decided to push the guy that got shot Which was a friend of theirs They threw him out the car On the street And left him to die And this is the 911 call That took part well, That took place Seconds after The victim was thrown out the car And left to die On the street Tell me what kind of vehicle he was stopped on, please. 
um white a white car trucker. I gotta turn that shit off, man. That shit's sad, man. Now, even though based on police reports and you know the testimony of certain witnesses, based on that, the victim took part in a shootout, which ultimately played a part in his death. So I know some of you guys are going to say, John, why why have sympathy when he was committing a, a crime? Now, to me, it's a balance between the two because I'm a person, I'm a man who has a heart. But the fact that even if, you know, for example, I'm going to put myself right now into the shoes of wife and Lucci. I'm a gang member. I'm a rapper. I'm engaging in dumbass behavior. Now, if I decide to, to rob a bank with, with two of my friends, now, in the midst of that bank robbery, we get into a shootout and the, the security guard at the bank shoots back and shoots my friend in the head. And now we all get in the car. Like to have the lack of a heart to just push your friend out of the car and leave him dead on the street. Like that's like the ultimate slap in the face. And like when y'all speak about fake ass people like that, he is the number one definition based on if witness testimony is true. Like to push your dying friend out of a car with like you knew you were going to a location to commit a crime. And shit happens. Like sometimes, I don't care if you rob a bank, like there's a chance you can be shot back. Like nobody is invincible. So let's boo this motherfucker, man. I gotta take a break after this, man. I gotta take a quick break because that shit, that shit's sad, man. Hearing the 911 call because I'm like a visual thinker. So as I hear her on the phone call, ma'am, he's breathing, he's breathing, he's taking his last breath. I'm picturing that. Like, I don't even know how the guy looked, but I'm just picturing him coughing up blood and just taking his last breath on the street. Like I said, man, so R.I.P. to the guy who died, even though he was, you know, reportedly committing a crime, which ultimately led to his death. But to die on the street, that's sad, man. That's a lost life. That's lost because anybody, in my opinion, can be redeemed. But once you die, redemption is no longer possible, man. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to jump back into the IRS, man. Where my stimulus check, bitch? I want my stimulus check. Like, what? What more do you want? Oh, what more do you want from me? <laughs> I want my stimulus check, IRS, man. My shit ain't come yet. We're going to take a quick break. I got to pay some bills. I know this the part of the show y'all hate, but I don't give a fuck. It's your man, Johnny Schultz. I'll be back, bitch. I got to take a shit, too. My ass is bubbling. God damn, I'll be back. Ooh. Whew. I'm back. My ass feel better. I took a shit. But uh, speaking of asses being unclogged, now, Rasby, who is a member of B2K, we all know Rasby. He's come out over a decade ago and made allegations against Chris Stokes. Now, I believe Chris Stokes was the manager of B2K. He said um, Chris Stokes fucked him in the ass and, you know, shit like that, but... Rasby recently, like I said, he was supposed to be on Hollywood Unlocked last Friday, which was the 15th with Jason Lee. But for some reason, I guess his interview got pulled. This is what Rasby said about his interview with Hollywood Unlocked being taken down. Check this shit out. I'm tired of fucking being bullied. I'm a grown ass man. I'm 35 years old. I'm not a little kid. 
I'm tired of you niggas fucking with me. So this is how we gonna do this. I ain't on no Biden shit. We ain't on no street shit. We ain't gonna send nobody to see you. You don't gotta send nobody to see me. But what we will do is when I see you, I'm smacking the shit out of your ass. I wanna catch a fade, nigga. That's the only thing, nigga, I want, nigga. That niggas took my money. We already know, we know. Chris, we know, we get it. But nigga, this shit is over, nigga. Your time is done, nigga. So when I see you, I wanna fade, nigga. Hit me up, nigga. I wanna catch a fade, nigga. Mm. Mm. Whew. Now, I know some of you guys are going to say I'm not being serious. I'm joking around. I'm not like being molested is not a joke to me. And let me say this right now. I believe Rasby. I've I have always believed Rasby 100 percent because when you make allegations against someone now, he's come out. Chris Stokes, I'm speaking about he's come out every now and then and kind of you know, made mention of the fact that it's not true. But like when someone accuses you of molesting them and you're not at the forefront denying that every chance you get now, a, a few people over the last few decades have made mention of being molested by Chris Stokes. Like even going back to B2K, even going back to immature, it's like, a lot of allegations have been made. Now, when allegations keep popping up over and 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 over again about the same guy, there has to be a hint of some truth to it. Like, I don't know too many men that are going to proudly say, look, I got fucked by this man just to say it, especially being in the music business, because you will be looked down upon and you coming out saying that does not help your career. So I believe Rasby, like Rasby has made mention of this for well over a decade. Now I can understand other people in the group, you know, whether it be Jay Boog or Morion or whoever, like they don't come out and back this man up because they are trying to remain in the music business. And, and you can be blackmailed. Like blackmail is real. But um, Rasby also had some other comments about the situation after his um his interview got pulled, let me play you guys what he said. This is Rasby. This is more dialogue from him himself. So you guys don't say I'm making shit up. This is from Rasby. Check this shit out. So I've been getting a bunch of calls from my loved ones, people that support me. And they're like, take this down. Support me. And they're like, take this down, deal with this privately. But I say, yo, they've ruined me publicly. They've tried to smear my testimony. Make me out to look crazy. Got people looking at me sideways. Got people thinking that I'm gay and I'm not because I was molested by a pedophile. Mm. Mm. So this is how we do this. Since y'all want to try to shut me down publicly with sending out cease and desist letters, let's get in the room with the lawyers mm. and let's take a polygraph test. Woof. Take I'm going to take the test. And when I take the test, you can, you can do whatever it is that you need to do. Take the test, Chris Stokes. When you take it, and when you fail, mm. you take this fade and you take that bit. Because I'm tired of being bullied and I'm not going to be bullied no more. Mm. Talk your shit. Check this shit out. Talk so your. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I'm doing this polygraph test for all of my fans that support me, all my family and my friends that support me so I can move on with my career and move on with my life. Free me. Whew. I got nothing but love. Let me clap it up one more time. I got nothing but love for Rasby. Nothing but love for Rasby, man. 
like I've never been molested, but to be molested and to be vocal about it and to be so persistent, like I said, I believe him. Like, I don't believe there's no men. Well, I take that back. I don't believe that a lot of men in the music business will claim for over 15 years that they have been molested by the same guy just for a publicity stunt. Like, this has gone on too long, and Chris Stokes has been too silent for this shit to not be true. Now, I know you guys are going to say, well, you know, you wasn't in the room. You don't know what happened. He molested that motherfucker. I believe that 100%. So I hope he responds to what Rasby said. Go take a, a lot of tech to test or just come out and just, well, never mind. He's not going to admit to the shit because I wouldn't, I wouldn't admit to the shit if I did it. But at the end of the day, man, I'm probably going to update you guys more on this story because I'm intrigued, man. Like I said, I believe Rasby 100%. And I hope he passes his lie detector test because I believe him and I hope that when the results come back because I hope that he knows a lot of people they're going to jump in his comments they're going to bash him they're going to drag him because that's the way social media works but I, I just I support anything that would help promote this brother's healing so like he said he can get back to his music career I really hope he gets back to his career man but um, IRS, I need my check, man. I'm supposed to get $1,200. You know, I file my taxes with TurboTax. I know some of you guys ain't got your checks either, but I file my taxes with TurboTax, and I ain't get my shit yet. They said, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to, uh, it's too late. You got to get your, your stimulus check now when you file your taxes. But now they push tax season back. Tax season normally starts the 31st. That's where you can file and where you can get your shit back. Now, they pushed it back to February 12th. So now motherfuckers got to wait an extra two weeks. Now, thank God, let me clap it up for myself, that I'm, I've been able to still work, I've been able to network, and I've been able to have income coming in. But I ain't never going to turn down some extra money, man. Joe Biden steps into the, the office this week, I believe on Wednesday, and he already pushing his bill where we get an extra $1,400, man. So shout out to Joe Biden. Shout out to Kamala Harris. Shit is looking good Looking good man It's looking better But um Ah man Remember a couple weeks ago Where I spoke to you guys About Wendy Williams And how Her mama passed away Now This week She got into a back and forth With her brother Tommy Williams Now Matter of fact Let me play out what he said first So y'all can hear the shit But um This right here This is Wendy Williams Replying to what her brother said On her Wendy Williams show Myself But got lots of backup <laughs> and what else? I'm an author. You know, I love my family. I'm forced to love one. <laughs> do you know that? Do you know that I have better feelings for my ex-husband Kevin than I do for my own brother? Wow. Now you know that's saying something. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Good morning, Kevin. That was down low. I'm just saying. Yes. Oof. Mm. But based on what you all have read, clap if you're with me. Yeah. Don't you start Googling him until after this show is over, okay? 
But he's all over. He's got a blog for this and a blog for that. And then one where he needs Jesus, you know, he, he goes all kumbaya and then goes back to the, the hot grease and the coffin and the by myself and the arguing with people and talking about me. There is nothing you could say about me that either I haven't already said in my 35 plus years that you've been jealous of holding this microphone or or that you won't find out the rest in full totality on January 30th or like Woo, she's taking shots at her brother. Now, I don't know her family dynamic, but I hope they could work things out and get things together cuz um if last year if 2020 has taught us anything, it is to respect you're in love your family because we never know when our time will come because Kobe Bryant had he had things planned out years in advance. His daughter had WNBA dreams and in 2020 they both passed away. Like I spoke to my mom for the first time in over a year towards the end of this year matter of fact this year. I went all 2020 Having not spoken to my mom on the phone. Now, we text back and forth, you know, time after time. But in terms of being being able to hear her voice, like, there was a lot that went on in our family dynamics. You know, old childhood trauma growing up to where I just didn't want to speak to her, to be honest. Now, was it kind of petty or immature on my end? I mean, I would admit, yeah, but I just had to take the time to heal and find myself and just become better overall as a person before I can, you know, give my all to just being open again. So shout out to my mom, man. We spoke this year for the first time in over a year. I spoke to her a couple times this year already. I, um, I spoke to her also on a Zoom phone call this week. My son turned six last Friday. Same birthday as MLK. Clap it up for my son, Jordan Schultz. I love you, bro. But speaking of love, man, Lori Harvey is now seeing Michael B. Jordan. Now, I spoke about this last week on Instagram that, like, I don't take them seriously, man. And, like, I hate that people, people now, for some reason, like, celebrity men, like, they get a kick and they get turned on by fucking people that other people have fucked. Like, I don't understand that. It's like celebrity men, even women, they date the same five to seven people over and over. Like if Regine Carter breaks up with wife and Lucci today because he's in jail, by next week she'll be with a rapper that we all know. Probably, I don't know, Quavo, Takeoff. Like they bounce back and forth between the same people. Now me, speaking for myself, like I got to date somebody who I know somebody else within my field has not fucked. That's why I can never date somebody at work who dated somebody else. Like I don't want to date someone at work who I know you fucked my coworker. Like rappers, they're in the same occupation at the award shows. They see each other, everything. Like, so to see someone else with, with their girl and now they break up and now you holler at the same girl you seen sucking like another man dick. Like, I don't see what people get a kick out of that shit, man. But um, I guess if they love it, God bless them. But Clubhouse, man. I want to end this over real quick by talking about Clubhouse. Now, I'm on Clubhouse. Shout out to um, Christina Hawkins. Um, she was the one who sent me a... Like, I forgot I even signed up for Clubhouse. Maybe, like, last year in the summer. I had forgot about it. But um, after speaking about Clubhouse about a month ago on an episode, 
Yeah, I guess you know she sent me an invite so I could try it out, so I could network, so I could see if I like it because. People have been telling me, oh, you know, John, I think you'll be great on Clubhouse. You know, you could open up a room, you could chat, you could get your followers up, you could build your podcast fan base, and I agree. I'm going to clap it up because after using Clubhouse for the past three or four days now, it, it's, it's some dumb shit on there. I've been in some rooms where it's like ATL hoes come in here. Like, you know, it's a lot of bullshit as pages, but I've seen some great pages. I've seen my man Julito McCollum. He got a, um, a, a page for actors. Like up and coming actors, you you guys can go in there and get gems. You guys can connect. So shout out to Julito McCullum and everybody that was in that chat room, man. There's also a chat room for up and coming rappers to go in there and you can play you can play your best song for ex, for record executives, for producers, for A and R's, people that can put you in the rooms you need to be in. But like I said, it's negative to everything. It's a lot of negative shit on there too. It's a lot of dumb shit. There's a lot of ghetto shit. But if you go in there and you use it right, you could pick up the gems. You could just become a better person. You can build, you know, your fan base or your platform if you have a passion for one, man. But thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Man, I may drop an extra bonus episode this week, too. Man, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a giving mood. It's 2021. You guys stay safe. I love you guys, man. And please, please, if no one has told you this year, Please remember, I love you. Even the ones that don't love me back, I love you, bitch, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is John A. Show's Lunch Without a Podcast. This episode, is this 59? Oh, we out this, bitch. I love you guys, man.